they're available to you on the way out if you'd like to take one and listen to those. They would love to bless you with those. Uh, Maureen and Nick have done such a great job. You are probably thinking, uh, Pastor, we, we are, they got it covered. Uh, but I, I do feel like the Lord has put a, a message on my heart, and I owe it to the family to minister to them as well in, in this moment. I'll never forget the morning I, I met Christine. Uh, Nick had just started coming to the church, and he introduced his friend uh, to me at the doorway uh, right back here. And I, I meet a lot of people, so I'm pretty good with first impressions. And Christine was so sincere. She was so passionate about the service and how it moved her, and how excited she was to be there. And I gathered very quickly that she was brand new to seeking the Lord. And, and I remember thinking, you know, she is so into this church service this morning. I wonder if that is just to impress Nick. Uh, and as the months rolled on, you could tell that it wasn't just to impress Nick, that she was spiritually hungry. And, and if, if you're out there and you don't know the Lord, you, you may just think, hey, tarot cards and a crystal ball and, and Jesus, what's the difference? Being spiritual, hung, spiritually hungry and one thing, if you get your answers there, what is the difference if you get your answers over here? That's what I want to take a few moments to explain to you what the difference is. This morning, and as the months rolled on, I could see that 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 first impression of her passion, her expressiveness, her conversational nature, her smiling. She was an all in kind of person. And I could see that it was a, there was genuineness there and her hunger for the Lord. And it's like she just jumped into the deep end of her faith, which doesn't work for everyone. But she jumped into the deep end of her faith and into the deep end of our church. And she just began swimming and following and serving the Lord. Christine committed herself wholeheartedly to the Lord and to serving him. And Christine went on a journey then that began there. And it was a journey of following the Lord. And I want to speak to you about that journey in these next few moments. You see, true disciples, they journey from trouble to trust. They journey from trouble to trust. Jesus was getting ready to leave his disciples. He was talking about his departure and the separating that was going to come to them in their relationship. And he could see that, that this separation from, of him between his disciples, that it was, it was bringing trouble to them. And so he said this to them in John 14 and verse 1. He said this, Do not let your hearts be troubled. Trust in God. Trust also in me. And Jesus was reminding his, his friends, his disciples, the, the, the men that he had spent his life with. He was reminding them that when they would, would face an uncertain future, when they would face the prospect of being alone, when they would face the prospect of not being able to see the one that they love, of losing their friend, maybe even the prospect of losing their hope, they could still trust in him. They could still hold on to him. And Christine went on this journey from trouble to trust. She went on it spiritually. 
I remember doing premarital counseling with them. And the, and the very first thing that I begin with is spiritual counseling. And, and I begin to assess uh, where, what is your spiritual background, Nick? What is your spiritual background, Christine? And, and I remember Christine, she would, her face would get very expressive. And then she would close her eyes. She would just, she just did like this. Oh, pastor, pastor. And she would go like this. You don't even want to know, Pastor, what my life was like before Jesus. You don't even want to know. I could tell you. And I said, okay. I, she said, no, Pastor, I mean it. Dark things. Spiritually dark things. But I found the Lord, Pastor. And I want you to know I mean it. That I love the Lord with all my heart. And I know that he's saved and I, and, I, and I remember experiencing that with them in marital counseling and, and premarital counseling and, and realizing this is a girl who has gone on a journey from spiritual trouble to spiritual trust, from spiritual uncertainty to spiritual confidence and certainty in the Lord Jesus Christ. Family and friends, there's another way we've been journeying together. And it's a journey that... Christine and Nick have made more than anyone, but their family and their friends along with them, many of you, and then their church family along with them, we have been on a journey from the troubles of this world, from its cancers, its wheelchairs, its doctor's appointments, and its sadness and its setbacks and its frailty. We've been on a journey when you start walking with Christ you go on a journey through those times into a deeper trust in him. And that's why God allows these situations to come into the lives of, of his saints and of his people. And you may be saying, but, but pastor, why? Why trust in Jesus? Because just disciples, they journey not only from trouble to trust, but they journey, disciples journey to the place that Jesus has prepared for them. Jesus gave his own disciples the answer to the why. Why should they trust him? And he said this in John 14 too. He said, my father's house has many rooms. If it were not so, would I have told you that I am going there? His journey was to there to prepare a place for you. What an incredible promise that by the, the providence and the power and the plan of God, Jesus' own journey was a journey to the cross. It was a journey to the ascension at the right hand of God himself to be ruler and king over all. And, and Jesus was saying to his disciples, as I journey there, there's hope for you in your journey as my followers, because where I'm going, I'm going to prepare a place for you. In eternal life. And he gives them the most vivid assurance we could imagine. He, he describes the father's house 
and many rooms. And he gives them this, this concrete, vivid illustration of an otherworldly experience. But he gives them this illustration because he wanted them to know the extravagant hospitality and open arms of the Heavenly Father. The same Heavenly Father that would open his arms to Christine with all of her troubled past and say, come to me, my daughter, you're welcome here, and invite her in. Jesus was speaking about the hospitality of the household of God himself. Christine found hospitality in the family of God. She found her place as a wife. She found her places as Nick's companion and support. She found her, her place as a co-worker. She began to find her place as a friend to others. She found her place as a, as a parent, as a daughter-in-law. She found her place in the family of God in ministry and in singing and songwriting and worship and as a sister in the Lord to so many. She found her place in the family of God as a small group leader and, and someone who would talk with the Lord about you and be available to pray for you. But even her life, as full as it was here and as loved by God as she was here and as loved by us as she was here, that life pales in comparison to eternal life, to the life that she is experiencing right now in the household, in the hospitality, in the extravagance, in the wonder of eternity itself in the presence of God. Amen. The great Christian author C.S. Lewis, who wrote some books about doorways into other worlds, he put it like this. Death opens a door out of a little dark room. You see, that's all the life we've known before death. A little dark room. But it opens a door into a great, real place where the true sun shines and we shall meet. Amen. You see, my friends, death is not the end. It is only a doorway into other worlds. It is only a doorway into the next life and into the presence of God. Nick shared a wonderful story with me this week of God's timing and grace in their life. And you know that God has a way of sending us. Many of you know this. He sends us reminders of his care for us in, in different unique ways and Nick and Christine have been slowly remodeling their house, mostly Nick. It's, it's kept his, his mind off things. It's, it's been a, a healthy outlet for him. And, and so every time I've been over to the house the past year or so, there's a, something new happening there. And uh, Nick's been learning as he goes. And several weeks ago, they together had ordered a door for their front door, a brand new front door to just give the house some pop and be ready. They, they picked it out together. And this thing has been delayed. It has not been coming. And they were, they've been wondering, Nick was telling me, we just sat around talking about this door. We've been wondering, where is it at? Why isn't it coming? It should be here this week. Wouldn't be here this week. Next week, it should be here. Wouldn't be here. Wouldn't show up. Wouldn't come. It's supposed to be delivered weeks ago, but there's been so many delays with it. Christine's health deteriorated really quickly over the weekend. She passed away, as you've heard, on Sunday. There's some mercy of God even in that. 
But the door hadn't shown up yet. This Tuesday would, was a tough day. Would have been Christine's 42nd birthday, Tuesday. She passed away Sunday. Nick said to me, you know it had to be the Lord, Chad. You know it had to be the Lord because after all the delays, the door arrived on her birthday. Yeah. <laughs> on a day when I was really going to need something to do. And I was going to still need to think about Christine. And the door arrived. Nick's installed that door and he said, Pastor, you know, I, I, knowing that it arrived, it could have arrived any day. But knowing that it arrived on her birthday after she has passed, every time I walk through that door, I'm going to think of her. But not only am I going to think of her, I'm going to think of God's hand on our lives and how he's guided us and direct us. And he has sent us signs of care and messages of love to know that he is with me in this. Can you imagine that? Of all the days, it arrived on the most significant day to help Nick. Nick, Nick's family, Christine's family, friends, I want to encourage you that maybe when you walk through that door to visit Nick or to check on Nick, you're going to think of Christine, but I want to encourage you on one more level when you see that door. May that door not only remind you of the past and memories of Christine, may it not only remind you, Nick, of God's care for you on that day, but may this door remind you of Christine's present right now. Because you see, friends, disciples are ready for the doorway to the other side. And God has a wonderful and unique timing for each of his children to cross through that doorway. Amen into eternal life. May it remind you of your future. John 14, three puts it this way. Jesus said to the disciples, and if I go to prepare a place for you, I will come back and take you to be with me that you, will be, you may be where I am. Nick, Christine has gone from trouble to trust. She has, she has journeyed to the place prepared for, for her, and finally, disciples, just like Christine, they journey from wondering about the way, wondering which direction to go, to truly knowing the way. Jesus continued in John 14, 4, and he said this to the disciples, and you know the way to where I'm going. But Thomas said to him, uh, Lord, now Thomas was very inquisitive like Christine. And, 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 and Thomas said to Jesus, Lord, we don't know where you're going. How can we know the way? One of the things I'll always admire about Christine was her teachable spirit, her hunger for the Lord, her, her willingness to learn and even to be, even to, man, it's shocking, to allow her pastor to correct her and to challenge her. That's hard, getting harder to, harder to do in this day and age. But she would submit to the teaching to the advice and to the wisdom. And I think it's one of the reasons she grew so much in the Lord in such a short period of time. Christine's calls would come to me. Nick and I laughed about this week. This this week, her emails would come. Nick would say, wait, you're sending another email to Pastor Chad. Let me, let me check that out first and see if there's anything I can help you with. Her emails would come. Her Facebook messages would come. In person, she would hit me up with questions and concerns about the church and its messiness and things that are happening. And, and you know what? It never bothered. 
because she was on a journey and she was growing in her faith. And, and she was one who wondered about the way. She genuinely wondered, what is this journey supposed to look like? What's it supposed to feel like? What am I supposed to be thinking here? And she, she wondered, but as she wondered with a genuine pursuit of Jesus, aren't you glad he says to us, listen, knock and the door will be opened for you. And as she pursued Jesus, Jesus would replace wondering with greater knowledge of himself. And she would grow and truly know him. He would be there with us in these conversations, helping her on the journey, helping me to help her, helping Nick to help her. And she walked the path of faith and she walked it right into her battle with cancer. And how could she do that? And why could she not waver in her faith? Because she truly knew what Jesus had said about himself in John 14, 6. Jesus said to the disciples, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. If you really knew me, you will know my Father. You'll know kingdom, you'll know life eternal as well. It's no wonder in another place, Jesus would tell his disciples, I am the door. I am the door. Christine would really know the Lord in this life. She would know the Lord and it's in life's ups and downs. And she would know then the way. She would know how God had promised to her this precious promise, and I saved it for last, the end of, of John 14, 7. She would know, and this has become a fulfilled promise and a fulfilled hope in her life because Christine's body is not there, but her soul, her spirit is with the Lord. And because Jesus is resurrected, we have this blessed hope that one day there will be a resurrection of Christine's body and that she will be made completely brand new in future worlds and future lives to come serving God forevermore. And she has received this promise. Jesus said it at the end of John 14, 7. From now on, you do know him and have seen him. Christine can say that's really true right now. She sees the Lord. One of the hardest parts about this for me as a pastor is that as far as I know, Christine is the first person that I have really been a part of their life where I have witnessed their entire spiritual journey, the whole thing, from start to finish. And from the moment she walked into this church for the very first time, from her troubled past, to the moment we married you guys, to the moment of her passing. And uh, it's incredible to see. And it's hard for us to lose her, and it's hard for us when we wonder why. It's hard for those closest to her. It's hard for her family in New Jersey. It's, it's hard for her, fa her father who couldn't travel and be here with this thing going on and, and his, his age and what's happening. But listen to me, folks. It is not hard for Christine. <laughs> A place has been prepared for her. Amen. And she's gone to that place through the door of Jesus Christ. And from now on, she knows and she sees her Savior. I want you to bow your heads with me and close your eyes. I think, and this is something that we do at Destination Church, especially for those 
who know and love the Lord with all their hearts, like Christine did. I want to pray for the family in just a moment, but first, before I do, if you're here, and say, Pastor Chad, I, I'd like to move from trouble to trust. I'd like to begin that journey of seeking the Lord. 